Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Welcome to listeners old and new. I'm Graham Hunter. You can get an extra big interview plus a documentary special every month and hear all our content free of adverts by signing up as a socio at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. This month, only socios get my big interview with Celez Ferdinand and a documentary called Pep Talk that I put together with Jonathan Northcroft, star of Stage, Screen and the Sunday Times. For £2.99 per month, you'll also know you're supporting our show. More at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. Thanks to all our socios. We need your help to do this. We couldn't and wouldn't do it without you. Unless you're either a Martian or a wonderful, lovely, new socio, you're bound to know by now that I changed my career, changed my life, by moving to Spain and covering the wonderful footballers and clubs that you find in La Liga. It was a risk, which paid off, but I'm not the only one to reap the rewards of moving to live and work abroad. In season two of this podcast, I encountered many kindred spirits, Guys like Steve McManaman, who in this compilation show describes how he made friends at Real Madrid following his move from Liverpool. Steve Archibald, a man I know very well and who also calls the city of Barcelona his home, swapped English football for the Camp Nou and proved he was good enough during his first training session. He explains why in this podcast. Gianluca Vialli describes the culture shock he felt after signing for Chelsea. Little wonder. Stan Petrov tells the story of how he learned English flipping burgers. And Thomas Hitzelsperger, what a remarkable man, tells about the prejudices he encountered as a German playing in England. Away from the British game, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, yes, we have interviewed a number of very interesting people, haven't we? Reveals the financial difficulties which sullied his time playing with Atletico Madrid. And Benny McCarthy explains what it was about Ajax which drew him to Amsterdam ahead of potential moves to Barca or Paris. And we finish with two footballers who've made careers in England, but revere the football played on foreign fields. They are Messrs Peter Crouch 
what a bloody star he is, who grew up in love with Syria A and Johnny Evans, who'd like a shot at playing in La Liga. And Johnny, I'd love that to happen too. Pika was on television recently, and he's a bit of a character, can play, a bit of a lad, certainly not showing a confidence, intelligence, and he said that in the old Trafford dressing room, one, it, it, I knew this already, we played a lot of poker with Rooney and uh, Shea, Wes, Brown, and one or two others, and the poker schools helped him a lot, helped him integrate, helped him show exactly mm. what you're saying, decent lad, pays his stakes, learnt a bit of scatological English as well. That helped him. He said there was huge amount of pranks in the mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge. Came back, he brought some of that back to Barcelona. Yeah. Barcelona was scandalised. Yeah, yeah. Don't fucking touch my shoes. Yeah, don't we don't do that. Shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. They were absolutely scandalised. Yeah. What, what were the things that went on in Austria or on trips? Were there pranks? How did you earn your stripes? We know, I think, that Sanchez and Niero, for every reason, not just footballers, but in terms of what men they were, were leaders... Yeah. Bring us behind the scenes of that group. I found it quite normal, to be honest. We went out for a meal. I couldn't speak Spanish, sorry. You know, but I had to get up and sing a song. You know, stupid things like that. You did you know, that even like, then? Yeah, initiation. It was, it was very, very funny because Rob Jones, the ex-Liverpool player, fullback, teammate of mine at Liverpool, he was over-visiting and I said to him, we're going out tonight, do you want to come? So he went, yeah, I'll come. So we all had a meal out, you know, the whole team. And he's with me, you know, and people knew him because it was, I left to come to Real Madrid at 27, and he's 27. I think subsequently went to, he retired because his knee was bad, but I think he went to West Ham to try and try and get back on track. And anyway, he eventually retired, injured at 27. Shows you, people talk about sort of Bosman's and this, and oh, isn't it amazing? But take, I went one way, and he retired. Take your chance while yeah, you can, because it can go against you. I love him, he's, a, he's a still a good friend he, of mine. He's a right good right, player He's a well. brilliant player, yeah. a brilliant player. But he retired at 27, and that's the pitfalls of football. And he came over, and we went out, and I got up and sang a song. And, of course, the Spanish lads didn't have a clue what I was singing. I, 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 I forget what I sung. No, I probably sang a Beatles song. Honestly, I don't. So I sang like a song that. anyway, and then they said to Rob Jones, right, now it's your turn. So he, he got up and sung a song as well. And we very rarely went out for meals as, as teams like that. A lot of the time, you'd only do it, you know, before the season or whatever. He came over again whenever it was, and we had another meal, and he came out again with us, funny enough. But, yeah, it was just like that initiation, sing a song, but it wasn't too bad pranks. Like every dressing room, loud ones, quiet ones, you know, people who look in the mirror at themselves all the time, people who were, you know, quite scruffy. And the loud ones were like um, Ivan Alguera was crackers, he was funny. You know, Roberto Carlos, I presume. Oh, yeah, the, well, the Brazilian lads enjoyed themselves, didn't they, all the time. So I, that whole atmosphere just... It was like going from Liverpool, apart from not learning the language, it was like going from Liverpool dressing room to a Spanish-type dressing room. Is that similar? Room. Yeah, I thought so, yeah. I thought so, it was. No huge egos. When I got there, I thought, oh, you know, they just won the Champions League, this might be this, or this might be this. But I actually think... I don't want to say the bad apples in the group, but I think the egos in the group... I think had just left the club. Panucci had just gone. Davor had just gone. Pedder had just gone. I didn't know them, and I know them now, and the, the great fellas, but there was always rumours about, oh, he likes this, and he likes mm-hmm. to go out there, and he's a bit of a character, and he's this. Clarence had just gone, who, who, who people spoke about, or Clarence does this. and Cla-. So when I got there, I thought, you know what, this is quite cool, this dressing room. When you walk into the camp now, what effect does that have on you? Does it, does it impress you as a student? When you see that you've signed, and you see this place you're going to play for the first time, empty or full? Uh, after I'd signed. Hmm. Is it inspirational? Is it interesting? Because it's, it's one hell of a place. Well, uh, the, uh, after I'd signed, 
they just took me away to a hotel. I didn't see a stadium. Mm. So I never saw it till next day, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, it, 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 I thought, oh, it's big. <laughs> that was a bad way to say it. Okay. And that was all. But it, yeah. the key thing for everything is the pitch is the same size. Of, okay, maybe two yards or three yards. I understand. Away. Same pitch, the same 11 players here and 11 players here, and everything else is the same. So it's all tucked away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. The crowd's not going to bother you because of your crowd anyway. Nobody's going to kill you. It's just a question of 11 against 11. And again, back to the same question as you get in training ground the first day mm-hmm. and you look at yourself and you look at them and you think, am I good enough for this? Can I handle this? Mm-hmm. And they're looking at you as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just you that's looking, they're looking. And, uh, and I could and, and, uh, and everybody was happy. What stands out in training? When you begin to train those first few days, is it, I don't know, is it Schuster's touch? Is it, does Miguelie give you one as a hello? Or what, what does stand out? Nothing, just the um, the boxes when you we train in boxes because they're fanatical, you know, five against two, which was uh, was a big pleasure for players to to play in that, and uh, and that's where they judge you because you know balls flying around that. And if you're not got a touch, it's Mickey ha- has made your camp now career because yeah. nobody's testing you more than you and Mickey fingering the ball that your your first touch is like glue. No, my first touch was was. Great. Yeah. There's no problem with first touch. And you never get to, to be at the very top of anything if your touch is not good. But anyway, it was good and it was uh, it was good and uh, there was good. There was nobody in that in that in the five against two that was better than mine. So nobody. So that's how you judge and that's how they judge you and, and then they get comfortable and they give the give you the ball and, and then they play with you and then you get a little bit closer and then and little by little it um, that's how it works. What Chelsea but, did you find? Well, I was kind of shocked when I first arrived because... Uh, People won't I mean, know why. Well, People won't understand why. Training facilities compared to what we had in Italy and the fact that we had to train and leave the training ground by 1 o'clock because at 1.30 we had university students coming in and occupying our facilities and we couldn't train twice a day. We had two days off a week, which was <laughs> incredible my point of view and you know even looking at some of the British players under the shower and seeing them quite unfit if you know I mean with a few pounds to lose (laughs) around their waists so it was totally different no need to spend the night before in a hotel night before the match in a hotel I mean with the press you know speaking to the press once a month maybe if not less the fans being extremely happy no matter what, as long as you gave very best. Results were important, but efforts was more important. So it was, it was a shock for me. But I had to adapt and uh, I had to help the club to make changes and to become a better club, which is what I tried to do. Look, from the army, from the discipline, from the self-discipline, from the booming football career, to... Something I didn't know about until yesterday, the burger van. It appears that people know about this. With all friendship and respect, what the hell? <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. I had a friend, obviously I've made a friend, he was called Brian Walson. He was a security at Celtic Park. I'll tell you how everything started. Obviously at the start I, wasn't, I didn't speak any English. Uh, I was struggling a lot. And um, one day I got hurt on the pitch and... Um, Obviously, you work there, there was the game, you know, they, they see things. What that man saw that I couldn't explain mm. what's wrong with me. He saw me struggling. 
So when I left, I always they always ordered me a taxi and that. Uh, so when I was got changed after the game, he stopped me and he said, "I'll take you." So he told one of the club secretary, "I'll take Stilian home," and that's how our friendship started. He started, you come, you pick me in the morning, you take me to training, you wait for me, you come pick me up, and you bring me back. And you know, we start the simple things. You know, you sit with me and you, you go, you touch me and you go elbow, you touch me, you go shoulder, knee, tie, hamstring, and I'll write it. I'll remember it. Every day we will have a little conversation. You know, I'll watch a lot of movies and I'll, I'll see phrases. You know, how are you? And I'll see the response. So I'll go on the next day. You know, when he goes to the to the car, I'll say, "How are you?" You say, "I'm fine." How are you? I said, "I'm fine, thank you." So that's how everything. It's one step forward. One step forward. So one day we we went out and um, I wanted something, but at that time his wife he had a Bergen van and his wife was running it, and uh, I couldn't order. So he said to me. I'm going to teach you something. It will be interesting for you to understand later. So what, what happened here, I was in a burger van, I was sitting inside and people come. So when they make order, can I have? Or the change when they receive the money, the that. I will look at it and I will understand. So sometimes when somebody will, will come, you said, you want to do it? And I say, yeah, I'll do it. So you say, can I have four burgers? So I'll know. And I say, yes, would you like ketchup? You like? So I will get that and I'll put it together so now when I go and ask for the bill and you know the change and everything that's how I learned it because I couldn't go to lessons I remember they set up uh, to go to a lesson the lesson was on East Cobright and that was in uh, West End in, in Glasgow so they've told me that I need to be there for the for the for the lesson but they didn't send any taxi anything so and the I- next day they said to me why you didn't go to the lesson and I was like how? Football can be so stupid. Yeah. How? How to get there. How to ask anybody yeah. for help. How to get I was, back. I was never even thought about doing that. Yeah, so that's how I started. And a lot of people, you know, were asking about that. And I always say, you know, maybe some people feel I wasn't. I knew that I need to learn the language. I knew that I need to get involved in the team talk, in the dressing room, being part of it. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't do it, if you don't show that effort... They'll kick you out. Mm. The dressing room itself They'll pick will you. kick you the, out. The, the, he's not trying. He's not involving and, himself. In the, yeah. And you know what? Everybody at that club, Paul Lambert, Leon, you know, Henry Class, they've appreciated because they, they can see every day I'm coming with something different. And yeah. even they start playing a joke with me. I remember I was wearing one dear daughter tracksuit. And then when I started getting little big jokes and boys start to, you know, have a little pop with me, I've kind of smiled again. I've started working harder. I knew that I was well behind. I knew what I needed to do, but I felt more welcome. And I think everybody needs to do that. And I, sure. I'm really against now. I see players that come and they're probably four years here and then they can't even do an interview in English. And I'm like, I'm really frustrated that, you know, people say, oh, it's, it's down to the player. No, it's down to the club to demand that. Mm-hmm. If you have a, a player who can be valuable for this club, you need to make sure... It's your obligation to us. We pay your wages. Here's part of your contract. Yeah, and Learn. that's what... Exactly. And a lot of people fail that, you know, to do that. And after that, they, they'll see a, a foreigner coming here. They don't play well here. You'll go somewhere else, you know, back home, and you'll be unbelievable going. But maybe you're not, you're not welcome. Sometimes that's, that's the problem. No, I, I had that problem. After when the when Celtic failed to... To help me, I think when I've started speaking the language, I've actually asked that. And I think they brought somebody on board. I think they still got somebody now. And that's a lot of the clubs now have these player liaisons.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. I had to learn the banter, um, but of course there was some uh, prejudice at the beginning. I thought, wow. Genuinely thought, okay, I stopped joking yeah. No, no, I mean, that was I, I, I thought it was always robust fun. I thought we got over that really, to I be had to, well, you know, we talk about 2016 years ago, and, and there were some players that honestly believed, you know, I listened to Rammstein, and um, I, I eat sausages and, and drink beer only and, uh, and and the players approached me with that and said no this is wrong you know yeah I like some German music but not only so I grew up with hip hop music it's like really you're, you're white German why do you listen to hip hop Fantastische Vier yeah also yeah yeah a little bit of Fantastische Vier I tried to uh, introduce them to German hip hop that didn't quite work out <laughs> but uh, that's a, another story so there was some prejudice and I, I just I was surprised to see that prejudice yeah. in terms of antipathy. Yeah, that because you were this typical Bavarian in German, that wasn't a good thing. That was a bad thing. Yeah, right? yeah, it was indeed. And and uh, you just mentioned it. My experience when I was at Celtic for a week on trial, we played uh, in Germany, and and this guy, you know, a teammate of mine, a black guy, he was he's racially abused, and I thought, like, what is going on here? And by whom? By by German fans? By German fans, yeah. Mm. And I thought Oof. that was sort of first experience. And then, like I said, uh, being a foreigner yourself. It just makes you aware of what, what's going on and, and the, 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 the privilege of being abroad and not having any problems as such. But of course, I've uh, obviously you know, had experience then with racism. We talked about it. You have players from all over the world and, and, and you, know, you just share your stories. And I, I just felt there's a big responsibility there. If I want to make use of the, the status that I have as a German international, 
I want to use it for a good cause. And that was my impression. You know, start with a blog. I mean, I was approached by a German newspaper, Die Zeit. They said they start this blog and they want to have me there um, because I've, I've lived abroad and maybe I, I can share some stories. I can talk to teammates. And, and I did so. And, and I thought that was uh, a very good thing to do. You've touched on Spain loving um, football. If you take the good side of it, what did you like about Spanish football when you got there? The wine. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, I've, then I've done quite well. Then I've no, done quite well. No, what did I like about the Spanish football? Life, or even Spanish football life. I enjoyed the life. I enjoyed the life. We had a lot more training than here, because oh, you really? train in the afternoon as well. Okay, you, uh, you often the double. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I like the club. I, I, I like Atletico. I really like Atletico. Why we went down, going back to that, why we went down was there were so many problems at Atletico. Jesus Gil went to jail, didn't pay players' salaries. Players were unhappy. Players were unhappy. It's human, they didn't. They didn't care, yeah. you know, certain players, important players, yeah. you know. If uh, you're not being paid... Paid for months and months and months and months, eh? It's, it's you know? disgusting. So, disgusting. so th- there, was, there were significant problems in the club. That's why, that's why we went down. Not on the, fi- on the field. I got an opportunity to go with the under-20s to African Nations Cup, and then I was best player and top goal scorer. And then, yeah, I got scouted by a few teams, but... I decided, hey, I want to go. Ajax, because of they just won the Champions League 96. And Patrick Kluivert became one of the youngest players to score a goal in the final. And if he's 19, I'm 17. If I maybe go there, it's a possibility. I can get into the first team more, more than anywhere else where I've seen, okay, Unless you're Michael Owen or Robbie Fowler and you're English, that will happen in England, but nowhere else, you know, and I'm not English, so I won't be as lucky as them. But if I go to Holland at Ajax, they give young players a chance. So I think that's probably the best start for me because they have Johan Crave and that and Best Academy and I think... For me to grow is the best education I could ask for. So I said, thank you very much, Mr. Moore. But I want to go to Ajax. And he was like, no, but Barcelona is a fantastic place. But he was, he was already sold on ending, living, moving to Barcelona. Because, you know, you see the, the weather is always amazing. And Barcelona, how could you not... And I got invited to come to Barcelona, to Real Madrid, AC Milan, Monaco, um, Paris, PSG. They, it was a fight between PSG. They've not even seen me. They've heard from another agent about the South African player. And they offered $2 million a year. Without even the agent just said, I said, no. We're looking for the next George Weah. And we've heard. So we're willing to put our money where our mouth is. We don't need to see what we've heard. is more than enough. They offered big money. And that opened the doors for me, really. Because now Rob had 
in writing, you know, like what we're offered and what, what I can earn. And then obviously as your first time as um, you're a club president, you're a club owner, but you don't know nothing about football management agent. And he was having this kid that had all these possibilities and I wanted to stay in Holland and I didn't want to know nothing about anybody else. Ajax was, my mind was set. It's the and, right academy for a young guy to break through, yes, learn his skills and, and then, then get the big jump forward. Yes, and the fact that everybody could speak English helped. And above all that, I wasn't going to feel out of place because wherever I looked around the it's like, okay, there's one like me, there's another one, there's one. So it was a great mixture of black players and white players. So you don't feel like, oh, you're the monkey in the zoo, you're the only black guy there. And, you know, it's like, when, when is somebody going to throw you a banana? But at Ajax, you at home. Because as much as there's white players, there's blacks. It's a, you know, it's probably the the biggest mixed culture that you will find anywhere. The Suriname there. community is, is yes, huge, because, right? Because Suriname is, they're Dutch colonized, so they almost as class as Dutch players. So all of them, if you're Suriname, you're Dutch. There's no, you're not a foreigner. So, and if you're good, Ajax take you. So you had like so many, and I was like, my God, it's like I never even left South Africa. That's how many black players there was. was it for you, Italian football? Because it, 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 it entranced me, and although I didn't move to Italy, yeah. I moved to Spain partly because yeah. I learned that there's another footballing culture yeah, yeah. that they celebrated differently, yeah. they talked about it differently, yeah. and that although our football culture fed the world, yeah. there have been some nice varieties developed yeah. since. Yeah. What hit you about Italian football? Yeah, it's mad. You know, for me, Syria A at the time there was... The best. We I mean, had the best players in the world. For me, um, I didn't think our league was was as strong as that. I mean, mm. the, 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 the AC Milan team, the Baresi, the the, uh, the Hullet, Van Basten. Um, that was you know, that what team that was, you know. And obviously Sampdoria, I loved with the uh, it was like the Lombardo, the um, um, Viales, uh, but obviously the uh, Beppe Signori uh, Lazio team with uh, Boxic. Um, Gaza, you know, Paul Ince went out there with yeah, yeah. Inter Milan. You know, like I watched it every Sunday. Even even the the way um, I think it was um, what's his name, Richardson. You know, the, the presenter um, James. He's, even when he was just sitting there like this with a little <laughs> espresso and he was reading the pink paper. You know, and I was like, this is, I just loved everything about it. Me too. I mean? oh, the, the Dolce Vita looked really ap- appealing, didn't oh, it? And he was in the sun, and I'm sitting. You know, I'm sitting there going, oh, I've got to go out in the rain and play football. You know, I'm just watching like Gaza when he had his he had his swimming pool and he was doing an interview, and I was just thinking, this is just. Amazing, you know. So, so what sort of stage of your career are you at then? Yeah. Still playing for West Mid? Or um, what? Yeah, yeah. I think I was, I was on the, I was probably on the level there where I was at a pro club. I was probably training at QPR. Um, you know, the, the, the local team at, uh, at Barclays Bank um, on a on a Tuesday Thursday night. And uh, yeah, I was still, I was on, I was on the road, but uh, still a million miles away from that, you know. And uh, 
Um, that was probably absolutely. But it's an inspirational yeah. view in that case. Yeah. You, you theoretically, as you're sitting watching it, you'd like a piece of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was it was more to do with the football. Obviously, it was uh, you know it was to do with the fact that I think it was more attainable in the fact that obviously the best players in England were going out there as well. It was like Paul Ince and, and Paul Gascoigne and David Platt. Yeah. Um, obviously, when David Platt was at, he went to Liam Brady had and, been there previously. Yeah. Hugely yeah, successful. Yeah, massive. You know, and uh, it became something that. You know, that was, you know, just, I don't know, like, it was, it was like, that was the pinnacle was, was Serie A at that time. It's West Brom all the way, and, you know, you've got your West Brom tattoos and your, <laughs> your Tony Pulis hat and, and your Cyril Regis and posters, but one day, La Liga, maybe? Interesting? Or, 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 or is the Premier League... You know, for your motivation for... I, I, I would love to play him. Really? In Spain, I really would. I mean, I've always been fascinated with Spanish football ever since it was on on a, on a Saturday Saturday night, Sunday night, t- uh, on Sky. Mm. Um, my parents, my brother, um, and my parents, we went to watch Real Madrid, Valencia. I can't remember the year, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I think Ronaldo scored, Zidane scored. I think it was Zidane had one of the best games of all time. I mean, I've looked it up on YouTube since and you can see the goals and that and it was just fantastic and being able to experience that and yeah, something that's always interested me, playing playing abroad and like I've told you before, doing a bit of the language learning. <laughs> Correcto. Hope you enjoyed that and willing to bet you did. Finally, a reminder that you can get an extra big interview plus a documentary special every month and hear all our content free of adverts by signing up as a socio, by signing up as a member. Join us at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. We need you. For £2.99 per month, you'll also know that you're supporting this independent show that we produce and fund ourselves. There's more on this at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. Thank you to all our believers, our members our socios. We need you for this. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.